Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, where I invest in dividend stocks for weekly and monthly cash flow. Now, we've been only using dividend stocks that have increased their dividend payments to their shareholders for a minimum of 25 years. That gives me, um, you know, a little sense of security. Because absolute worst case scenario, if something goes wrong, hey, I get a company that pays me a dividend and it increases consistently. Anyway, yesterday, oh, today is Tuesday, July 19th, 2022. My daughter just turned 23. Holy cow, where is the time going? And she's my youngest. Wow. All right. Anyway, we picked up two new positions yesterday. We got three that we brought over from, uh, well, we've had for quite a while. Let's jump in, take a look at all of them, and go from there. The first on our list is Apple. That time of year. We seem to buy Apple every quarter. Isn't that lovely? Funny thing with Apple we bought the 48-49 call spread for a 50% ROI if she fills. So if she stays between, if she stays above 49, 149, we're going to make a 50% return on our money. However, however, Apple had a down day yesterday, which is very unlike Apple. We opened up at 150. And we hit a high at 150.157 and a low at 146.70. And she closed at 147.07. So I got 50 contracts on Apple. Making the big bet. That's the big bet. 50 contracts. That's controlling 5,000 shares. If it comes in, hey, great. If not, eh, it makes me unhappy. But needless to say, Apple's got its uh, dividend coming up in two weeks. She's sitting at 149. She's in a nice, strong uptrend. The seasonality looks good. And for some strange reason, and I don't know why, she uh, had a down day yesterday. I could probably take a look at it, find out why, but that doesn't concern me because, you know, it's just a game. I win, some I lose some. Now, if you guys have been keeping track, this is week number 28 of the year, or the third week of the third quarter. I think that's right, third week of the third quarter. <clears throat> yep, third week of the third quarter. Ooh, is it, that would make it week 29. Ooh. Okay, so it's week 29. That being said, let's take a look at Bank of America. B-A-C, B-A-C. Now, Bank of America, we're just going to look at the last 30 days because that's all that we're concerned about. <clears throat> the last 30 days with Bank of America, we've seen a high at 33.50 and a low, which was last Thursday. 2967. Now, Bank of America, oops, let's quickly take a look. 
we got an average price of $33.23. And I sold the 33 call for $0.94 cents a share. Ooh, I like that. So if she gets filled and goes bye-bye, I really don't care. Only because we've, uh, we've collected the dividend on it and we've collected premium on it almost every single week. And that makes me a happy camper. Now, some strange reason, uh, Bank of America had a very nice day on Monday, uh, Friday, last Friday. She gapped up, number one, from the close on Thursday. However, yesterday, Monday, she gapped up again to open up at 33.08. However, the marketplace was saying, I don't think so. So we ended up closing at 32.26, which had a loss for the day yesterday, which is okay. I collected my premium. I'm happy with that. And uh, we'll see what the rest of the week has for us. Lowe's is next on our list. Now, Lowe's is my cash cow, and I've had this thing since January. Okay, oh, I got the 258 area. We've seen a high in the last 30 days at 189.08. That was yesterday. And we still got the double low at 170. Okay. It seems to be some pretty good support, the 170 area for, for lows. Um, even though it was a down day yesterday, it's still in an upward trend. Higher highs to higher lows is a strong upward trend, even though it was a down day. Because she, she tried to gap up yesterday, open up at 186.61. Didn't work. Ended up closing at uh, 184.74. Next on the list is Altria. I heard in the news Altria is losing millions for that jewel thing, that electric cigarette they Got rid of the fruity flavors because it was addicting to kids, and I just don't go for that stuff. But that's that's me, and I don't try to uh, pass off my information or my beliefs onto anyone. Okay, we're looking at Altria. Altria has got a high at forty-five seventy-eight. This is over the last thirty days because we've already owned it. And we get some really strong support at 41. Uh, looking at one, two, three, touching it three times at 41. We're sitting at 42.27. Okay, now I sold the 43 calls, giving someone the opportunity to buy it from me at 43. However, my effective price is 48.75. So I got to keep my eye on this one. Make sure it don't, you know, dip down a little bit but that's okay you know it's, it's altria uh collected premium almost every week altria is one of those funny companies it, it's that the um the premiums really aren't that high but we collected the dividend on it already we collected premiums quite regularly last on the list is wfc wells fargo now we jumped into wells fargo yesterday uh, we had a high of the last 30 days, and that was 42.79. And that was yesterday. That's good. And a 30-day low at 36.54. Now, even though we hit a high yesterday, 
at the 4279, it was a down day, you know, because she, she gapped up from the close on Friday. She gaps up, but um, the market just wasn't having it. And she ended up closing at 4119. Now, we got uh, <clears throat> 20 call spreads at um, 40.5 over 41. So as long as she stays above 41, we're going to make our, I believe it was like 40 something percent on that one, which makes me happy. I like, you know, 40% and 50% spread trades for you know four or five days but all that being said let's jump back and find out what kind of trades we have for today now we've looked at the dividend kings we've looked at warren buffett's list next up is the uh companies that uh, have increased their payments for a minimum of 25 years and that would be the dividend achievers now, there's quite a bit of them, so we're going to go through half of them today and the other half tomorrow. Um, I got a little bit of money to play with, so let's see what we can do. Um, there's always a possibility I can buy another 100 shares of, of Bank of America. Bring the cost basis down a little bit, maybe unload it. Who knows? I'll take a look at that. Um, real, real quick, let's let's see. BAC. I, I just looked at it a few minutes ago, and I can't quite remember. Uh, I might be able to do a hundred shares. Quickly. BAC. The thirty-two. Because if I'm going to buy it, I'm going to. All right, I'm quickly looking at Bank of America just so I can, you know, get rid of it. And that would give me another 1%. If I bought it at the money, because right, right now it's before market hours. It's a uh, 32.56 of a 32.58. Okay, that's the bid and the ask. So if I was going to buy it at the 32.58, I could sell the 32.5 for 41 cents a share. And that would give me my 1% that I would always like to get. And that would, would it bring my cost basis down a little bit? Let's see. We're at 33.23. It would bring it down a little bit. All right. Let's go back to where we were. All right. We're, gonna, not, we're not going to worry about it at the moment. All right, so we're starting to look at the dividend achievers. Now, a dividend achiever is any company that has consistently increased their payments to their shareholders for a minimum of 25 years. Now, the dividend aristocrats are actually dividend achievers also, but the dividend aristocrats have a little bit more strict... Um, requirements in order to be a dividend aristocrat but dividend aristocrat is a dividend achiever so by looking at dividend achievers i'm looking at believe it or not i'm looking at the dividend kings the aristocrats and the achievers they're all grouped up into the achievers because any company that has increased for more than 25 years is in that group uh, now i believe there's over 200 of them so it gives me quite a bit to look at but today like i said we're going to look at half of them, 
And then tomorrow we're going to look at the other half. Uh, first on the list is SRCE. Now, I'm going to go right to the trade grid. And it is a monthly. Okay, I don't want to go through all of the... Uh, you know, the one-year chart, 30-day chart, and the seasonality chart, if I'm not going to be buying it. You know, for you guys that want to do it, hey, if you want to do monthly, great. You can get 2% per month doing this, uh, 2 to 3% per month. Um, I get more than that because I do it weekly, and it's a little bit more time and effort, but hey, a little more time and effort, a little more money. It's just the way it works. Uh, TMP is next on the list. TMP. Now, I don't even know who these companies are. It's Tompkins Financial, and that is a monthly also. Saves me time there. ATR. ATR. Apta Group. Another monthly. What is going on here? So you get last traded at 98.10, which means the closest would be the 95. And they're only offering 460, but you take that 310 off that 460, and you're ending up with a buck fifty. Okay, do I want to tie up my money for a month for a buck fifty a share? That's just a tiny bit over one percent. I'm gonna say no. That's why I don't do monthlies. Um Philly. Fele, yeah. F-E-L-E. -E. Next on the list, paying 17 cents. F-E-L-E. -E. Franklin Electric, another monthly. INTC, I know that's uh, a weekly, that much I do know. INTC. Intel. Intel started out the year last year at 54.71. Now, we have one, two, three, four, five. Five tops at 56. You know, 5608, 5609, somewhere in that area. Five times. It can't, it does not seem to want to break past that 5609 area. Uh, so that's the top. It hit it once in July last year, hit it again in October. Hit it again in January, three times in January. Just can't seem to get over that 56 area. Okay. We got a, a year low at 35.54. That just so happened to be the 30-day low also. Okay, now we have a 30-day high of 39.34. And that, my friends, was yesterday. However, it was a down day yesterday. She gaps up. I think almost everyone I looked at so far has gapped up yesterday and finished in the red. It is what it is. Okay, so she gaps up and opens up at 39.10, but ends up the day at 38.71. Okay, she looks like she's going sideways for the last 30 days, but that's only half the equation because we got the dividend coming up in two weeks. The seasonality gives me a better idea where the company is going to go. And we got a little bit of an uptrend for the next two weeks. Okay, that could work. 
next two weeks, we get a little bit of uptrend before she does a, a little bit of a take back, or that's what you want to call it. All right, INTC into the trade grid, last traded at 38.71. The bid in the ask is 39.06 by 39.08. Nice little tight, even before the market. That's a good one. All right, so if we were going to do at the money, strictly at the money, we're looking at uh, 39.05 for an for an ask. That's what you could buy it for, and the 39 call is going for 48 cents a share, which is over your one percent. That makes me a happy camper. Now, that is that. Let's take a quick look at a spread, just in case you know. Because she's going to be in a little bit of an uptrend. She's at 38.70, so we want to go to 38.50. Or do we want to go for the 38? Let's do the 37 and a half, 38. 38 cents means the most you can make off of that is um, 12 cents. Mm. Which is, that's about 30%. Okay, that's right around 30%. Okay, so you pay up 380 and you get to 120. Okay, but she'd have to stay uh, above 38. And right now she's at 38.71 in an uptrend. Get the dividend coming up. So that doesn't look that bad. Um, let's move to the 38.38.50. That's 32 cents. I'd go for the 38, you know, the one further in, the 37.5, Because you get, you know, a, a little bit less of a return but a little bit more a little bit more safety you know you got that extra 50 cents worked in there so i definitely go with the 37 and a half of 38 because you know a little bit more safety a little bit of safety now i like that i i will take a look at that a little bit later if we can't find anything else so i don't like leaving my money into cash because cash doesn't give me no return whatsoever and um with a dividend company they're going to pay their dividend in two weeks. So if I buy the company, just collect the dividend, I can do the premium every week and still collect money that way. Okay, so INTC looks pretty good. Siri, we've already looked at, and I don't really like Siri because it's low numbers. Okay, with low numbers, it's very tough to get a good fill on a covered call. And the numbers just usually don't work. WFC, we've already seen that one. Uh, that's Wells Fargo, which means we're uh, closing in on the, on our 20 minutes, and I'm going to save the last six for tomorrow. That being said, um, we got 1.85 last week. Like, oh, kick ass. What are we looking at this week so far? Um, okay, so... So far, I'm going to have to do this and, and give you the numbers tomorrow. But um, it's actually pretty good, especially if the two spreads come in, you know. Uh, but that being said, this is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, where I invest in dividend stocks for weekly and monthly cash flow. You guys have a great day, and I will see you guys tomorrow.
Well, that wraps up another session. I want to thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along with some of these live session trades, let us know. If you have any questions, we can get back to you. And have a great day. Well, that wraps up another session. I want to thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along with some of these live session trades, let us know. If you have any questions, we can get back to you. And have a great day.